Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, a unique work relationship, enhanced senses, lazy sky protagonists, aggravated dungeon cores, and a sense of whimsy. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Listener and viewer discretion is advised. Episode 511. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Monger Review. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Hope you're doing well out there and hope you're excited for another fun-filled, awesome podcast brought to you by www.spirekin.com. And you can also find us at facebook.com forward slash spirekin, youtube.com forward slash at spirekin, and various other social media sites. Just type in S-P-R-A-K-N. I guarantee you'll find us one way or the other. Remember to like, share, and subscribe and hit that bell for notification. And with that in mind, let's actually get to it because we have a lot to talk about and much is going on. And I forgot the Zan cap, so let's get that back on. And let's do this, shall we? Because if you remember for that last episode, I spun that one, not only the Wheel of Manga. And for this 511th episode, I decided to do not one, but two different mangas. So we have two mangas that I've done. <laughs> so let's get to that first manga and see how it is, shall we? Because if you remember for that last episode, I did spin the Wheel of Manga. And it's dictated to be that we're reviewing an interesting manga that was written by someone with the name of Iwato Bineko. And Iwata Bineko, uh released this manga in Futabasha, being, meaning it's brought over here by Seven Seas Entertainment. Its original run was 2021 to present. It was released online and as a Tonkaban. It was not released in a manga magazine, which is kind of fascinating and cool. Also, when you get into the research behind this story, it is very invigorating and different for what it is. There are two volumes currently out. It is a sentence series and... It is a romantic comedy supernatural series that's original title was Tome Otoko to Ningen Ona Sonoichi Fufu ni Nara Futari. Or, if you translate it into English, it is going to be The Invisible Man and His Soon-to-Be Wife. So, The Invisible Man and His Soon-to-Be Wife is the story of two people who are in love with each other who have different types of disabilities. One of them is blind, and the other one is invisible. Kind of weird. So, this takes place in a unique world, which is inhabited by humans, monsters, elves, and other types of races. Which is kind of cool. And what happens is, we have a detective agency, which is our main setting. And we have four people who work at this detective agency. We have, of course, the intelligence of the group. We have Kikira, who is a human who is generally very straight, brisk, but he means well. Then you have the muscle, uh, Jirashi. Jirashi is a bobcat-descended uh, beast girl who is super strong and is kind of ditzy, but her heart's there. And also she kind of instigates little things, especially in this series. Then we have uh, our owner of the restaurant and the invisible man who is in the title, uh, Tonome Akira. Now, he is... Um, a very dapper gentleman, wears suits, ties, kind of handsome. Well, he's not really, his fashion sense is handsome. We don't know what he looks like because he's completely invisible. And he can turn his clothes invisible, which is kind of cool. And then last but not least, we have our main character, Yoko Shizuku, who's a human worker, and she's blind, and she is the office assistant. And this is the story of Yoko and Tonome as they very awkwardly flirt with each other and end up getting in a relationship. And it's a unique manga that, one, I love the fact that it has blue background in all the pages. I think that just is very whimsical and adds to the general design of the manga itself. But it's a story of these two as they work and fall in love with each other. And it's kind of awkward how it's like, okay, she's able to tell where he is because he's invisible, but she 
can't see. So she's like, I know exactly where you are. You're over here. You're over there. And this interests him into her. It makes her uh, endeared to him. And he wants to learn about her. And it's just them slowly creating a relationship in the will they won't, they will they won't, they they both like each other, but they don't want to say it, but they do want to say it. They, he asks her out to get food, and she's like, is this a date? It's not a date. It is a date. It's not a date. And he's like, yeah, this is a date. So he's forward, he's not, and that's all this is. It's literally these awkward moments slowly building up to something amazing. And that is the best part about this is because Yuko was really researched. Uh, Inoa Neko studied and made sure that they knew exactly how uh, deaf people, or sorry, blind people worked. Iwanaba um, Boneko actually went to, I believe it was the, let me look at the notes quick, it was the Kansai Student Library, which is an organization for visually impaired students, interviewed them to learn about uh, how everything worked to make Yuko the best visual character possible and it has all these little tips and tricks and things that that she does and it talks about her experience at one point she takes out the invisible man uh to on a date to a blind restaurant which he kind of freaks out at because apparently he has phobia of the dark because if no one sees him no one's gonna miss him but she'll miss him yada 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 but it's enhancing the experience while she's like okay so put your hand to the left that's where this is to the right is where this is and it's these little moments which make me endear to the main character to yuko besides that this is a well let's be honest it's a weird series that could have been done a little bit better it really could have i love the art style for this i think it's well done but the story itself it it's slow it's not paced well and they introduce elements which are kind of half-assed because it's like yeah they're a detective agency so you kind of want to know more about the detective agency and they're just little blurbs like oh well this happened you don't see it but it's like and there was a a fight and i got stabbed but we don't see we see like a little image of the fight but not the fight so that's just scenery for this the main thing is these two in this relationship and that's all this is it's all the manga is and I want to love it. I want to, because I love the passion that was dedicated to it. I love the fact that we have a blind character that is done so well. The fact that he is also, he's a dapper gentleman who wears these very elaborate clothes and he maintains his appearance even though no one can see him. And the, the, the insecurity he has makes it compelling. However, it just drags. It really does drag it took me a while to get through it and that was a shame because this is such a great premise and it's such a good story i mean if this is adapted into an anime i think it could do better the visual medium for manga should work for this manga but unfortunately it doesn't it just kind of leaves you hanging there fortunately and for that reason and for a couple other reasons it just wears on me a little bit and let's be honest I tried to be like, yeah, this is amazing. This is the best thing ever. But in the end, just something about it just rubbed me the wrong way. Maybe I'm not the audience for this. But you know, I love romantic stories. I love uh, dramas. And this should knock it out of the park. The funny scenes are kind of funny, but they're not like, I'm not laughing or giggling. It's just kind of like, oh, here's an awkward moment. That's all it is. And for that reason, while it 
hurts to do this, I have to give this our kind of lowest, not lowest rating, our middle of the ground rating of a gift from your crazy Aunt Muriel. It's okay, but in the end, it's forgettable. It's it's one I'm really not going to remember in a couple of days. It just didn't sell it for me. I mean, maybe this is going to be like Kuma Kuma Kuma, where I love the anime, the light novel and the manga I really didn't like. Maybe that happens. I don't know. But for right now, this isn't... This is just okay. It has so much potential, but just does not follow through. Now, if you've read this and you agree with me, email me, zansparker.com, or tweet me at Spark, and let me know your thoughts on the Invisible Man is soon to be wife, and your thoughts about the relationship between Yuko and Tonome. Let me know. So, with that in mind, let's actually get to the second manga of the week, because I did do two of these. So, the second manga is a little bit more lazy, a little bit more different, and this one is just kind of, well, let's get to it. So, the second manga that I pulled is written by Sapana Onikage and art by Nanakoro. Uh, the character design was by Yuta, which I didn't write on there, but it's published by Overlap and Seven Seas Entertainment. Uh, the original one was 2018 to present. It is still coming out. It was released in Comic Grado magazine. There are eight volumes. It is a shonen series that is an isekai action adventure comedy ecchi that is original titled Zentai ni Hatarakitakunai Dungeon Master Ga Demon Wo Masaboro Made. Or, translates to very simply, The Lazy Dungeon Master. And... Let's be honest, The Lazy Dungeon Master is one of the laziest mangas I've ever read. It is an izakai where it's pretty lazy, and I don't know if it's intentional or what. But the whole thing is we have our main character. He is a young man who is known as Masuda Kimi. And Masuda ends up the in charge of a dungeon. And how does this happen? Well, like with most things, he it's a main character who gets izakai into another world after just dying in his sleep. And when the being shows up to explain all the things that he needs to do, Masuda's sleeping. So he's like, I don't care. And he's like, listen, you're going to another world. I need to tell you something. Ah, I don't care. Uh, this is really important. Ah, whatever. All right. You, you don't want to listen? Fine. Good luck. And he ends up being sent to a, the bottom of a dungeon where Dungeon Core number, I believe it's 419? Dungeon Core number 695 has summoned him as a beast. And she's like, wait, I summoned a goblin. Why are you here? And he's like, well, I'm here to, well, you summoned me, so whatever. Uh, I don't know why I'm here. I'll help you out. And through some shenanigans and stupidity, she ends up turning him into the master of the dungeon. And now this super lazy guy who'd prefer to sleep is reliant on this dungeon that he needs to maintain in order to survive it. Because he finds out, if the dungeon core gets destroyed, he dies. So he has to make sure to design a dungeon which is going to be great and amazing and wonderful and filled with traps so that dungeoneers will go there and die because apparently when dungeon adventurers die, their bodies are absorbed into the dungeon and you get DP points, dungeon points, which you could use to buy things like food or beds or more monsters. And this is him just doing that. I'm going to be honest, I did not like this manga. It was just really lazy. It just was like, oh yeah, he has no powers. He's just now in charge of the dungeon. And he's like, okay, so they're attacking the core. Will you release a monster? No. 
I'm just going to let them just get bored, and then I'm going to make a magical, you know, as they're waiting there, I'm going to make a treasure appear, and then they'll get lazy, and then someone will come and kill them, and then someone will kill them, and then all the invaders will get killed. This, I don't know why, it's like this is super lazy and kind of dumb. It really is. The main character I have no interest in. I have no interest in uh, 695, also known as Rokuko, because she's just kind of angry and annoying. It gets kind of funny later on when he brings food from our world using his dungeon points to get bread, and it's like, oh, it's curry bread. Oh, it's melon bread. And she likes it, but at that point it was too little too late. Uh, they throw in another character who's a gob, a goblin who they call Gobby because apparently... Uh, 695 loves goblins or has a thing for goblins which is really weird but it doesn't it just doesn't sell it doesn't make me interested it doesn't make me want to pursue this further it gets to the point of oh he uses the money to do this and then that and then oh there's a slave girl that they saved and we're gonna get the slave girl in there and the slave girl looks really really small eventually it gets to the point where he's like I can't leave the dungeon, but I need to get out of there. So I'll put my mind into a robot golem I made because I made a golem look like a robot because I'm a nerd and still going to be lazy. And yeah, I checked out of this very, very quickly and I wanted to like this, but I just let's let's get past this. I there's few manga that I've been like this apathetic about, but this one was pretty rough. I just. Yeah, I I didn't like it. The art style was mediocre. The release was... I've read so much better. There is so much better Isekai. And this one just is... It's not scraping the bottom. It's not even bad in the traditional sense. It isn't like, this is horrible, I hate this. It just is mediocre and bad. It just... I... I they didn't even try. That's the thing. It's like, if you had a great idea and a concept, I would have forgiven this. I would have given this a better rating, but I, no. Just no. I can't I can't justify this. It just, this was a bad manga. And because of that reason, like, I would, comparatively, Invisible Man and His Soon-to-Be Wife is great, because it just, I love the compassion. I love the uh, fact that the author actually studied blind people. The main character who's uh, blind or visually disabled is competent has a life is doing well in life and it just it's really the characters are well done the art is great it just doesn't go anywhere so it's it's okay this no just no 495 is is just super abusive and not interesting uh masuda there's no redeeming quality he's like yeah i'm a nerd and i kind of no i have no reason to root for you it's just bad because it's lazy and poorly done and part was like oh maybe that's a joke because it's lazy dungeon master so it's a lazy manga it there's no excuse there's just no fucking excuse so for that reason i have to give this our lowest rating of take it to your priest purify it and burn it this is a piece of shit i yeah i i have nothing i can't even i have no words my words are gone because of this so if you disagree with me on this one, again, if, or if you have any questions or comments or concerns, you can email me personally at Zan, that's X-A-N, at Spirekin.com, or tweet me at Spirekin. Let me know your thoughts on this, if you enjoyed this or didn't. 
And with that in mind, let's actually get to the manga releases for the week because we've got a lot. So for the manga releases for this week, we've starting off with a condition called Love Volume 2. This one I was kind of surprised came out, but it looks really good for what it is. Next we have Accomplishments of the Duke's Daughter, Light Novel Volume 8, Alice in Borderland Volume 5, Backstabbed in a backwater dungeon, my party tried to kill me, but thanks to an infinite gotcha, I got level 9999 friends and arm out for revenge, the manga, volume 2. Now here's a funny thing. I got addicted to this manga, and it's really good. The light novel's interesting. I just hate the title because it is absurdly long. But it's really a great revenge story that's well done, and honestly, the characters, the his quote-unquote party, who's so evil, there's a reason why they deserve what's coming to them. It's pretty... Well, anyway, let's get off. Next we have Banished from the Heroes Party, I Decided to Live a Quiet Life in the Countryside, Volume 8, this light novel. Beast Complex, Volume 2. Call the Night of the... Or, sorry, Call the Name of the Night, Volume 1. Children of the Whales, Volume 21. Coffee Moon, Volume 2. Crazy Food Truck, Volume 3. Goblin Slayer, Side Story 2, Daikatana, Volume 4, the manga. Hero. after being rejected, I shaved and took in a high school runaway, Volume 3, The Light Novel. Hirano and Kagura, Volume 2. Hollow Regalia, Volume 1, The Light Novel. I kept pressing the 100 million year button and came out on top, Volume 2, the manga. In the Clear Moonlight Dusk, Volume 3. In the Land of Letale, Volume 3, the manga. Insomniacs After School Volume 1. Is It Wrong to Try to Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon 2 Volume 3? Ishura Volume 3. I've Been Killing Slimes for 300 Years and Maxed Out My Level Volume 10 of the manga. Jujutsu Kaisen Volume 19. Kinero Mosaic Best Wishes. Love to Kill Volume 11. Magical Explorer Volume 4 of the Light Novel. Mon's Taboo, Volume 3. Ushoku Tensei, Jobless Reincarnation, The Light Novel, Volume 21. And I cannot believe that there are 21 light novels already. That is mind-blowing. Anyway, let's go on. Norgami Omnibus 4, which is Volumes 10 to 12. Oroki, The Perfect Edition, Volume 4. Our Last Crusade of the Rise of a New World, Volume 11, Light Novel. And... Our Last Crusade of the Rise of a New World, Volume 5 of the Manga. Then we have Overlord, Volume 15, the light novel. Please Put Them On, Takamine-san, Volume 5. Pulse, Volume 3. Rascal Does Not Dream of a Lost Singer, the light novel. ReZero, Starting Life in Another World, Volumes 21 of the light novel, and The Frozen Bond, Volume 3. So two ReZeros for the price of one this week. She Loves to Cook and She Loves to Eat, Volume 2. Shy, Volume 2. So What's Wrong with Being Reborn as a Goblin, Volume 2. Solo Leveling, Volume 6. This is the manga, not the light novel. Spy Family, Volume 9. We're already at 9 with this series, so that's pretty cool. Studio Apartment, Good Lighting, Angel Included, Volume 2. Sunbeams in the Sky, Volume 1. Sword Art Online, 26, The Light Novel. The Abandoned Empress, Volume 4, The Manga. The Ancient Magus Bride, Wizard's Blue, Volume 6. 
The Executioner and Her Way of Life, Volume 2 of the manga, and then Volume 6 of the manga. I have no idea why it's 2 and 6. If someone can explain that to me, email me, zanspiker.com. Let me know why we have two different releases, which are of the same manga of two completely different volumes. It's not like 2 and 3, 3 and 4. It's literally Volumes 2 and then Volume 6. What happened to 3 to 5? Please let me know. Email me, zanspiker.com. Anyway, let's go on. Then we have The Haunted Bookstore, Gateway to a Parallel Universe, the manga volume 3. The Invincible Shovel, manga volume 5. The Masterful Cat is Depressed Again Today, volume 6. The Otherworldly Exploring the Dungeon, volume 1, the manga. The Remarried Empress, volume 2. The Seven Deadly Sins, Omnibus 9, volumes 25 to 27. The Skull Dragon's Precious Daughter, volume 1. Though I am an inept villainous, tales, sorry, the villainous stands the heroes playing the antagonist to support her faves, volume one. And then we have, though I am an inept villainous, tales of the butterfly rat body swap in the main court manga, volume two. Tomb Raider King, volume two. Touring After the Apocalypse, volume two. UQ Holder, volume 28. The Wandering Witch, the Journey of Elena, Volume 10, The Light Novel. And then last and certainly not least, Yellow Petal, Volume 22. So which of these are you most excited about out of these 63 mangas that were released this week? For me, it's going to be Yamushi Petal, Touring After the Apocalypse, Masterful Cat is Depressed Again. I'm interested into the remarried princess, but not super into it. Spy Family, um, She Likes to Cook and She Loves to Eat, ReZero, Overlord, Oroki, Love of Kill, In the Land of Letale, Crazy Food Truck, and then uh, Coffee Moon looks pretty interesting. And, uh, of course, we cannot forget uh, Gotcha, thanks to Infinite Gotcha, and, of course, Crazy Food Truck. So, which ones are you most interested in? Let me know. Email me at zanspirekin.com or tweet me at Spirekin. Let me know your thoughts and your opinions on what came out this week that you're most excited about. And before we go any further, let's actually get to some other news, because we have some con news. Yes, uh, if you have not been listening or watching, we officially have been accepted at Anime Boston 2023 with not one, not two, but six panels, which are going to be hosting at Anime Boston during Easter weekend. That is the 6th through the 8th of April. So what am I going to be doing? I'm going to be doing Intro to Manga and Manga Collection, a.k.a. Manga Anonymous, A Day in the Life, Manga About Real Life. These are stories which are autobiographical in nature or just ones which are really well done slices of life. We have the Insane Manga Challenge Idol Edition, a lot of music manga. Horror and Anime and Manga 23, 22 manga musical manga recommendations for grown-ups. And then I'm Not Old, main characters over the age of 30. Which of these ones are you excited about? Let me know, zanspirekin.com or tweet me at Spirekin. And with that in mind, I hope that you guys have been having fun. hope you've been enjoying this awesome podcast. I just want to tell you, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you. You are all awesome. Every email I get, every comment I get, every new subscriber just gives me more motivation to keep doing this podcast. And I'm going to keep doing this as long as I can until I'm an old man who has to read manga with thick, thick glasses. Now, some last minute bits of updates before we get to some other shillings and whatnot. Um, yeah, this is probably going to be the last video podcast for two weeks. I'm going to be doing audio still, but I'm not going to be doing videos for a while because of the fact that Officially, as of tomorrow, I am going to be moving to my new location. And as you can see, things are going to be boxed up. The last thing I'm boxing up is my computer setup. 
So my microphones, my mixer, my uh, computer monitors, all that's going to be boxed up. Uh, I'm going to have my laptop, so I'm going to have some video, but for the most part, it's not going to look as good. So I would rather give you the best quality product I can give you. So we're not going to be doing audio or video for about a week to two weeks until I get this all set up and cleaned up. But hopefully if I get the stuff early, because supposedly the deliverers will deliver it within three days. So if I get it early, maybe I'll set it up and I'll surprise you. But for right now, unless I send an email otherwise or put a tweet out, it's going to be video until after Anime Boston or audio only until after Anime Boston. So anyway, uh, before I forget, if you are watching on YouTube, remember to like, share, and subscribe. Click that bell for notification. And if you enjoy what you hear, uh, you could join our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Byron to help us create more fun content for you to enjoy. We have four tiers with tons of rewards for our members. And, well... We'll let you know how that goes. Just go there at youtube.com or sorry, patreon.com forward slash Spirekin for more information to join our Patreon and help us create more fun content for you to enjoy. And with that in mind, let's get to the part that you've all been waiting for. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga. Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except substitute. what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it. And what I've done is I've assigned a manga title to each of the 10 slots. We're going to use spin the Wheel of Manga. Whatever number it lands on, that's what we're reviewing in the next episode of the Aspire Can Manga Review, episode 512. So let's see what we're going to spin in the next episode, shall we? Pretty good spin. So we go. Number one, A Galaxy Next Door. I've heard good things about it haven't read it yet. Uh, surprisingly, Yeah Boy Combing has not been picked up in so many weeks, like hoping for number two, but has not come up yet. So maybe next time. But so next episode, A Galaxy Next Door. So anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode. As usual, I am your host, Zan. I'm Gonsville. Catch you guys next time. And keep reading more. I'll see you.